Okay, we are live. Hello and welcome to our seven, 17th episode of our Wellbeing Podcast. Today we have Tom from the Community Centre at FGR. How are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you. Perfect, perfect. So, should we just go for it? Let's go for it. Um, so you've been, we had a chat this sort of five minutes ago, you've been working at FGR for far, uh, one year? Yeah, so my role with the FGR community I've been doing for just over a year now, so I started in November 2021, Yeah. Um, but during that time I've been been coaching the women's team for the past three seasons as well, Oh wow. Um, so I've been involved with the club for quite a while and I used to play in the youth teams before that, so I've been been around the club for quite a while, but a year, just over a year in my current role. Really? Wow. Uh, so, yes. um, uh, how do you get involved with your FGR role now? Um, so I was already involved with the women's team, so yeah. I got involved because I've worked with the, the previous head coach mm-hmm. at my role with the Gloucester FA before that, um, and he pointed out this role with the community that I could do alongside the mm-hmm. women's team role. Um, so, so that's how I got involved, and it sort of fit quite nicely with it, with a lot of the work I've done before yeah. um, through my role with the Gloucester FA, so it seemed like a really good fit. So I could combine mm. the two roles really well. Yeah, so what, so, actually, yeah, let's just skip that. Um, how do FGR support the community? So we, we support the community in lots of different ways. So I tend to, with my role, it's mostly working in schools. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So we work as part of the Premier League Primary Stars programme, yeah. um, which is a programme funded by the Premier League. Um, to help us connect with lots of local primary schools yeah. um, mm-hmm. and we also do work with lots of secondary schools as well um, but then we also have lots of different branches so one of my other colleagues works more with the elderly community so supporting people in mm-hmm. local care homes um, and working with um, disadvantaged people in the local community as well um, and obviously trying to uh, trying to extend everyone's view of the environment as well and all mm. the work we do at the football club and trying to spread the word as much as possible with that yeah, because you're moving to a different stadium. You're building a new stadium, aren't you? Where's yes. that? Yeah, that's very exciting. So that's going to be over near Junction 13 of the M5, yep. so near yeah. Stonehouse in Eastington. Um, so it's got really good transport links, so hopefully we'll get lots of fans over there yeah, as well. Yeah, How, um, is the seating sort of increased so you can fit all the fans that you're going to have over yeah, there? Yeah, so, so it's going to be an all-seater stadium and it's going to have 5,000 seats to start with, so that's um, quite a big increase in my mm-hmm. current stadium. What's your current stadium at? Um, I think it's about 4,000, so oh, wow. maybe maybe slightly less off the top of my head. So it's, um, it's a bit of an increase, but it's also going to be all-seated and much better as well, so... Hopefully we'll be able to fill that as well. How, how's that stadium going to st- st- stay sus- sustainable? So it's going to be made entirely from wood, mm-hmm. which is obviously wow. a sustainable building source because you can grow, you can regrow it. Um, so yeah, it's going to be the first all wood stadium, which will be really interesting as well. Wow! And it's also going to be part of an eco park. So as well as the stadium, there's going to be an eco business park for lots of other businesses with a similar ethos mm-hmm. so lots of green environmental companies can be based on the site as well um, and I'll be we're regenerating the local area as well so we'll be regenerating the canal mm-hmm. we'll be planting 13 kilometers worth of hedgerows so even though we're yeah. building new facilities we're actually going to increase biodiversity in the area yeah you're sort, of, you're, sort of, yeah, you're sort of paying back what like you, the machinery that you've used to build that, you're paying about with all those 13 kilometres of hedgerows, yeah, which yeah, I think so is really good. Planting, planting loads yeah. of trees as well, and the stadium is made from wood, so it's, um, yeah, so it's hopefully going to be a really sustainable. Yeah, especially thing. in the um, beautiful 
um, countryside. Yeah, countryside. It's going to yeah. be really good to have sort of in, not a sort of massive metal pillars everywhere. It's all going to be lovely sort of wood made of everything yeah, that definitely. it's not exactly going to stick out yeah. like sort of Chelsea does. Yeah, in it's going to be um, it's in terms of travel as well because at the moment we're sort of based all over the place. So the men's team actually train over in Wiltshire at the moment. Yeah. The academy train in Sirencester and Gloucester and the women's team train at Hartbury University. So there's lots of yeah. travelling involved in different places and the stadium's obviously local to here near Nailsworth. Yeah. So it'll be nice to have everyone in the same place. So the community will be based there, the women's team will be based there, the men's team and academy will all be based on site as well because we'll have all the training facilities. That, that'll be great, well. won't it? So um, less... So yeah. le with the bus that all the players go around in, is yeah. that electric or is that still yeah so we've got an, ele an electric minibus so that takes us to mm -hmm. some of the some of the local matches so if you ever go up to the stadium we'll see it. it's currently parked out at the front of the stadium oh really and um, so we've got an electric minibus that can take us as well um and then some of the longer trips we um we need a bigger coach um but we try try to use the electric minibus as much as possible for the both the first team and the academy use that as well are you, are you gonna be expanding your fleet of those or oh i hope so i'm, uh, I'm not entirely sure but Will there be like solar panels on top of the new stadium? Yes, there will. So even on our on our current stadium, the south stand is covered with solar panels because mm -hmm. that gets most of the sunlight. So yeah. so yeah, all of the um, all of the energy will be green energy that we use at the stadium from wind power and solar power. Okay. Um, so it'll be most of it, a lot of it will be generated on site. Perfect, um, perfect. How can our listeners get involved? Oh, so there's lots of ways that we can get involved. So. Um, you can come and support us at the stadium, mm -hmm. so it's not it's not too far away from here. Um, so I know we've um, we've got two ambassadors at the school as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope they'll hopefully be distributing our newsletters as well to the school to keep mm -hmm. everyone updated on what's yeah. going on in the community and what people can do. Um, so hopefully people can be inspired by our green ethos and they can do things yeah. at home and at the school. So you could think about ways that the school could be more sustainable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully we might be able to get some students up to do a tour of the stadium as well. Really? Um, wow. So then they can learn about all the things we have at our current stadium that you yeah. can hopefully inspire you to think about what could be done, done more locally in your community as well. Mm. Um, yeah. So is FDR the most sustainable club in the world? It is, yeah. It's um, really? certified by UN and FIFA as the greenest football club in the world. Wow. Um, which is something we're really proud of. Yeah. Um, How do you do that? So we're we're completely vegan, so all of the food that we have at the stadium and serve to the players and staff is vegan on site, which is yeah. more sustainable because yeah. um yeah, you'd be it feeding just, the animals the plants, yeah. yeah. Um and yeah, we've got solar panels um on the stadium. We have an organic pitch, so the pitch is actually fed instead of using manure from animals. We use seaweed from the North Sea oh, really? um, to grow the grass um, and all of the, the electric lawnmowers we have as well, rather than using petrol powered lawnmowers. Really? Um, and we collect all of the water from the stadium as well to reuse. Um, and actually, we now collect um, some of the water from the toilets to feed the pitch as well. <laughs> so we try to yeah. reuse as much as we possibly can. Um, really? And the shirts as well. So I don't know if you know much about the shirts, but currently our home shirt is oh, made from bamboo. Reused. So the away shirt, so the pink one, if you see the pink one, yeah. that's made from bamboo. Mm -hmm. The home shirt, the green one, is currently made from uh, reused coffee grounds. And wow. the away shirt, which is the, not the away shirt, the third shirt, which is the blue one, um, which has Sea Shepherd on the front, which is an ocean charity, mm -hmm. is made from recycled plastic. So things like plastic bottles that could end up in the ocean we used to make the third kit as well which is um which has sea shepherd on the front so all of the proceeds 
all of the profits from that shirt go to Sea Shepherd, which is an ocean charity. That Do you know how they it. make like recycled plastic bottles into the shirts? Or is that? I'm not sure. No, that's not not my area of expertise. But um, I've always wondered how they do that. They yeah. like grind it up and then sort of they do something to it, and somehow we, yeah. we wear it. So it works. Um, so what charity events are happening at FGR? Well, so we've just just had our community lunch, which we invited loads of people from the local community mm-hmm. up to the stadium to have lunch yeah. at the stadium in our street. So we had um, the local police force, the local primary school, so Nailsworth Primary School came, yeah. um, and the youth club and lots of different stakeholders in the local Nailsworth community came to have a big lunch, which was quite exciting, because it was also the same day that we announced um, our new manager as well. Really? We just... Uh, mm-hmm. Just yeah. had Duncan Ferguson, so he was being unveiled at the same time as our big community lunch. So anyone coming in, I'd see our love, our new manager being interviewed and things as well. So it's quite yeah. an exciting, busy day at the club. Truly, that must have been buzzing around there. Yeah, yeah, was, long very, day. Very, very busy day. Um, yeah. But yeah, we've also got our, our soccer camps coming up for mm-hmm. in February half term. Um, so I think it's age five to thirteen. We'll have lots of uh, lots of children coming to play football at the stadium for two days. Um, yeah, so we've got got lots of lots of stuff going on. We've had our, our week of action recently for the FL, so we've had lots of player visits and things. Oh, really? So we had um, Jordan Moore Taylor came to our reading star session that we did at a local primary school. Yeah. Um, and joined in so the pupils could interview him, which made it a bit more interactive. Yeah. Um, and we've just held two tournaments: our EFL kids tournament and our uh, EFL girls tournament, yeah. um, which have both been really exciting. So we had had the winning teams go on to represent Forest Green in the next round. Yeah. Um, so we've got one team going off to Wickham and one team went to Bristol City and did really well there and got to the final as well. Really? So that's really exciting. So it's a chance for them to win and progress to the final at Wembley. Really? So yeah, lots of lots of exciting stuff going on recently. Before, before you started working at um, the women's coaching at FGR, who did you support? I support Ch- supported Chesterfield, yeah. Okay. So um, I've lived lived in the area for a while now. So I used to support Chesterfield and Forest Green was my non-league team. Okay. Um, but now it's it's actually switched over. So Forest Green are in League One and Chesterfield are in non-league. So it's swapped <laughs> over a little bit. Now. <laughs> so um, have you heard of the Oscar Foundation? I have. You've been um, you've been explaining it to me recently, and I think I've spoken to Mr. Robinson about it before. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's quite exciting. Some of the work I've heard you've been doing. So what do you think? Um, what do you think? How they're doing in, impacts India, and how can uh, FGR do stuff like that? Um, so it's really good to, to provide football's really inclusive. It's one of the reasons I love it. Everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. So if we can help provide the basic things for people, so if they can have their boots to yeah. play football and give them the opportunity to play football it's really good so anything we can do do to extend that is brilliant we've actually had um one of our ambassadors i don't know if you're aware much of our ambassador program but we try to have local ambassadors in all the local yeah. schools yeah and one of the things one of them one of our one of our ambassadors did was work with boots to africa so he did a boots collection mm-hmm. at the football club yeah. so he collected lots of boots and then we sent those over to africa as well um, so that was really good work that mm-hmm. he's been doing as well. So we've we've tried to support him in doing that, um, which is really good. And we've done clothes swaps and things like that as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's really good work that the Oscar Foundation have been doing, and yeah. we've um, been trying to do similar things as well. Yeah, we've we've done similar things here as well. We've um, had Lucinda Sarbards come in to do a colour on. We we did we ran around the school grounds with teachers chucking coloured powder on us, mm. and that obviously raised lots of money for Oscar and we did a charity well, disco last yeah, week yeah charity disco oh, we did, we've done 
We did that, yeah, we donated. So the school said to us, okay, if you have any spare football boots that you, that you don't use, bring them in and we'll send them over to Mumbai in India in the low-income areas so then they can experience the game of football because they have one of their rules is if you don't, you have to go to school to be an Oscar. So that's obviously good. So you have to go to school and then you can play your football. Uh, brilliant, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you for coming on our uh, podcast, Tom. No um, problem at all, I really enjoyed it. Thanks, we hope mate. to see our listeners in podcast episode 18. Yep. Thank you and goodbye.